Hello and welcome to the Arseholics. Thank you as always for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, we'd really appreciate you hitting the thumbs up button. It really helps support the channel. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and share the podcast, share the vodcast with any other Arsenal fans that you think would enjoy listening to us. Um, how, are we, how are we doing, guys? Good. Start of the long weekend. Indeed. It is, yeah, it is. Can meet six people. break. Well, five yeah, people. Proper, proper football is back, which is good. Proper football is back. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. How was your international break? I didn't watch a single minute of football mm. over the last two weeks. Well, I did see briefly uh, Germany get beat by North Macedonia, which I thought was quite funny. Have they always been North Macedonia out of interest? I'm sure they used to just be Macedonia. Macedonia oh, mate, we're going to need a whole new podcast for that. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. There's been lots of like political country stuff. Over yeah. this interest break. Did you see the whole um, Kosovo thing? No. With the Spanish journalist. Yeah. Got angry at him. Yeah. That was really interesting. Um, There's quite a lot of teams obviously protesting against the whole Qatar World Cup as well. Mm. Wearing that t-shirt. Protesting. Yeah. yeah. Barely mm. protesting, right? Yeah. Barely protesting. Right? Protesting by qualifying for the same tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's, why, that's why Germany lost on yeah. purpose, didn't they? They don't want to qualify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so yeah proper football is back finally we're playing Liverpool huge game on uh, Saturday night 8pm moved actually wasn't it from Sunday so um, yeah big Saturday night for us Um, so I guess if we have a chat about obviously a number of players did go away on international break a few of them played quite a lot Uh, we're not sure about a couple of them, though, that uh, or Saka obviously pulled out from the squad, from the England squad, before they even played a game. And ESR as well, apparently, uh, pulled out from the under-21s. Uh, both of them look like doubts, uh, which could be big losses for us. But sort of initial thoughts on uh, team teams and, you know, how do you think Arteta is going to play this one in regards to the upcoming fixtures we have, uh, especially the Europa League on Thursday? Uh, Prague on Thursday. Um, what do you guys think? It's it's going to be it's a proper weird time to play a fixture because yeah we've had this international break but Liverpool I think had the weekend before that off as well because they weren't in the cup. Um, but they've also then got the Champions League midweek as well and I think for Liverpool that is now their like the only tournament to save their season. Like they, you know, I think, still think they probably could get top four in the league, but. I think they see the Champions League as a real route to back to back to get back into the tournament. So it will be interesting because uh, Yota's back for them as well, and they look like I think they won right before the international break mm-hmm. as well. So they it might be a really awkward time to play play them, but you know it's possible that Klopp might rest some players for they've got Real Madrid in the Champions League, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Is that next week yeah. as well? Yeah, it's next weekend. Oh, or the, okay. in midweek, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think the the only hope we have, not only hope, but like if they do rest players, maybe maybe we do have a chance, but it's going to be very tough. And I think I would have loved to play Liverpool two or three weeks ago, or three or four weeks ago. Maybe less so now. Mm. I think, uh, yeah, completely. I think I agree with that. Um, don't think, if, yeah, with having one eye on Champions League will mean 
they might not go all out against us or, you know, 50-50s, they might, you know, back away from it. Um, and I think, yeah, um, if I was Arteta, if if you're not 100% fit with, if, sorry, Saka and ESR are not 100% fit, I wouldn't risk it. It's not, I think, with the context of where we are in the season, it's not a game where we should be risking players if they're not 100%. Um, and also there's an opportunity for someone like Pepe or William or Martinelli to step in there and, you know, put their hand up um, and sort of show Arteta what they can do. So in a way, them, you know, not being available might be a sort of a blessing for that, in that sense. So no, I'll, I wouldn't risk it. That's, I don't think Arteta thought, would. Yeah, I think it's quite interesting that you guys have um, think that about Liverpool, really, because I complete. I think kind of the opposite. I think that, like you said, Aaron, they've had a pretty lengthy break. Um, I don't really look at, I don't think that Liverpool are looking at their season or looking at what they've got left of the season and necessarily going to prioritise the Champions League. I mean, they're only, I could be wrong, I haven't got the table in front of me. I think they're only five, is it five points off? Five four? points. Yeah, five points. I mean, mm-hmm. you probably expect, I think Chelsea have got um, West Brom before we play Liverpool. So you'd probably, at home as well. So you'd probably expect that to become eight points before they play but I mean five points you know they haven't turned into a bad team they've obviously gone through a pretty bad run but you wouldn't put it past them to sort of turn a corner and um, potentially go on a run to get them close or you know at least close enough to be challenging for the top four you know touching distance basically come to come the last few games of the season I think the fact that they've had quite a lengthy break means I I can't really see him resting anyone maybe one or two but you probably expect a full strength front front three, yeah. um, you know, Jota or, you know, he might, Firmino has been in and out, in and out of the team, I think recently, yeah. but either way, you, you can't really say who, who's first choice there. They've obviously got their center back problems. So they're going to be forced into playing whoever they play at center back. They're going to play Allison, Trent Robertson. Um, yeah, I, I can't really, I, and yeah. since, you know, I'd, I'd be quite surprised if he, if he took this game, uh, or prioritise the Madrid game over over this one. I think he's going to come to the clock that is coming to this game and think you know if they if they come to the Emirates and win, they've got a great chance of top four. Well, I think that they wouldn't have liked the international break coming when it did, because you know they had lost the two Premier League games and they won a Premier League game and then suddenly the international break happened. I think for them it's quite a long break, as Aaron and you pointed out. Like I think there's quite a big gap between when they played and when they are going to play us. Um, yeah. fine Klopp may have done some work behind the scenes trying to understand some of their issues but ultimately after a win you probably want to carry on don't you mm-hmm. and um, I, I, and so I, th- I think it's a bit of I almost agree with bits of what you've all said like I think that uh, I agree that actually they're probably looking at the Champions League going we're still in this competition this is still a genuine route into Champions League football mm-hmm. uh, and although they aren't that many points off top four I think when they look at the teams above them, it's hard to imagine that enough teams slip up to allow them to get in there because it's not just about them get putting a bunch of results together, is it? It's like right. about the teams above them having to, you know. Yeah. To, to, so I, I mean, I, I, it's mainly Chelsea, sorry, really, because I think Chelsea are the team that are five points right. ahead. They're playing West Brom Saturday morning. They win that. To be fair, that game is a big game. If they win that, it's an eight-point lead with the game in mm-hmm. hand. If they lose that, it changes the changes the whole uh, complexion of the league, right? And from a Liverpool perspective, and then they'll think. So they, I mean, it's not even just that. I, I yeah, I agree with that. I think just if Liverpool, like you said, Roger, just won their last game. Was it Wolves? I think. Um, 
and if they could potentially like if they come to the Emirates and beat us um and they could go on a run you'd probably put you you'd probably say you'd give them a better chance of finishing above West Ham and Spurs. I haven't looked at their run-ins, to be fair, so I don't know what games they've got left. But I've you know, just, just, I've just pulled, I've just pulled it up. Actually, the only what? tough real game they've got is Man United away. Okay, um, so, and then they've got two other very winnable games. You know, Spurs are very iffy this season, yeah. and West but Ham as as good as Chelsea, they've seen. Chelsea look they've turned a corner, right? Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be hard. I was, I was just addressing the the point that I think Aaron and then Nero you said about um, you know he might prioritize the Madrid game over this one or prioritise the Champions League like the Champions League as well maybe you can't really at quarterfinal yeah. stage you can't really put all your eggs in that basket because there's so many good teams left they're not yeah. you know they're not one of the best teams left in it although they've got such a great tradition in the competition um, you know they're not necessarily one of the best teams or informed teams left in it so it'd be quite I don't know I'd be quite surprised yeah. to be honest if he's if he's thinking like that already yeah um, maybe not maybe not necessarily as Klopp but like I said like the players themselves as well I think you look at the play after an international break, you've got an Arsenal and a league game or you've got Real Madrid Champions League quarterfinal. I think the players naturally are going to be a bit more pumped up yeah. for that game. And then I'm not saying their heads are not going to be in the Arsenal game, but, you know, back of the mind is the Tuesday Champions League showdown with Real Madrid. They don't want to get injured, you know. But you could say the same for our players, really, couldn't you? Sitting in ninth place and they've got a big mm. Europa League quarterfinal game on, on Thursday. Yeah, but I think the, the, intangible, our- the intangible things are, if you look at Liverpool's squad the fact that they have come off winning the league, it's very hard to motivate yourself to be Win like, yeah, 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 we're going well, to... What I mean more actually you know, is like from where they are now to be like, let's work really hard and we might be able to finish in the top four. Yeah. Mm. Whereas like you a, can win the Champions League, it's, a, it's different, right? You're winning yeah, it's still winning Europe. Bit, yeah. yeah. And Liverpool and Europe have always had that romance there as well, haven't they? So it's... Exactly. They probably a lot. Of, a lot of that is down to Anfield, right? And there's no fans, so that does make yeah. a difference as well. Yeah, I take, I take back what I said, Mice. I don't think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should we, we to edit edit this no, out? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> start again. Start again. So I don't. I don't think they're going to rest players. Okay, yeah. But <laughs> I, I, I don't think they're going to rest players. But what might happen is if it gets to 75 minutes, mm. yeah, okay, they're winning or nil nil, or even if they're like we're winning. Um, I think Salah might come off exactly. yeah, okay, they might okay, give okay. Salah 75 minutes fresh players um, because actually when you've had three weeks off you actually need a game yeah. to get that rhythm back true like we're, we're especially Arsenal fans we're obsessed by like giving players rest yeah. because all of our players always get injured but actually <laughs> after about a week extra rest doesn't actually make much more much of a difference and we've done quite well playing games we've done quite well with when it's been uh congested fixtures yeah it's weird Mm. yeah i I don't know why i think it's back from like wenger wenger was obsessed with like rest days i think Mm. and we're like mentally conditioned to like worry about players rest but after about four or five days these players want to play again Mm. and when you haven't played for about three weeks the last thing you want to do is go straight into a champions league game against real madrid and you want you almost want a warm-up game to find that rhythm mm. beforehand. Mm. But the interesting thing that you guys, is when we talk about these other teams that you know are above in the league, I, I, I still worry about Tottenham, though, because I, I think I always feel like when Tottenham lost to Zagreb, well, you know, when they got knocked out by Zagreb, and when we beat them, it kind of created a little bit of a narrative on, oh, look, Tottenham actually aren't very good, and this, that, and the other, and... Obviously, we like to say those things, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, they still won four out of their five pre- last five Premier League games. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like th- they're still doing well, and and as I said, like four out of five games is 
I mean, are they who's got who's done better than that over the last few games? Not many. Man City, yeah, Man City yeah, have got, have got yeah. yeah. So like that's still pretty decent. And Chelsea haven't lost under two shots. So I, I guess that's what I mean in terms of like with Liverpool, they're probably looking above and go. It is going to be tricky. And I think as a group of players, it, it, it's that I I feel that the more motivated group of players that, is, that are going to come into this fixture this weekend is going to be the Arsenal group. Yeah. And and that that's not saying that we are better than them. That's not the case. It's just more that I think our group are probably looking at it going, do you know what? We can finish top six. And like that's quite a realistic thing still. Um, you know, we we feel quite good. We're in quite a good place technically. We feel like we're coming on a decent journey. Liverpool, I feel like, are probably still a bit like, what has happened to us this season? Mm-hmm. They're probably it's a hangover, still isn't that. it? Really, it's yeah. hangover from last year, the last two seasons of success. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they'd be quite happy to be coming to us, really, as opposed to playing at Anfield. Like they've been awful at Anfield this season, haven't they? Or, true. Yeah. True. Um, might even might even suit them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I I kind of hope in terms of how we're going to set up and what Arteta's thinking is. I hope he, you know, I hope it's not a game where he thinks, "Oh, let's let's play on any." I hope it's not a game where he. Mm holds back basically i really want him to go for go for it because if you do go at liverpool they can't they can be got at but we can and you can clearly see from the last few games we've been see we've seen the improvement since christmas and we're you know scoring goals now erdegaard <clears throat> is doing his thing um and it's definitely a game that we can win so i just hope that arteta approaches it like that um and goes for it hmm. or well, based on last game it's not just what arteta sets out is whether the players respond to respond to his tactics and his instructions as well. So we just, I just hope that we come out firing straight away. It's just, you know, we're not yeah. completely inconsistent and play, you know, first, first half, you know, shit football. Yeah, and then almost um, completely forgotten about the craziness of the yeah, last game. That's the thing. Like, I don't, yeah. Even if Arteta gets his tactics spot on, it's just whether we, whether the players respond to it. I think that's the important thing. Enough. It's interesting, isn't it? Because mm. when you look at the, you know, the result, the, the West Ham 3-3, it's such a different context of if we were three nil up and yeah. it was then three three, then you know. But the way that if it, you feel like if you're the players, you probably feel like guys, we can really do something good, you know, when we when when it all comes together. And and also, I think you know we we've been okay in the big games. It seems like the guys are focused in the big games. Um, mm-hmm. I think the problem is though, ultimately, we we just can't be complacent over Liverpool at all because they are mm. such a good team still, mm. and they are a bet. They're still a better team than we are. Like you know, and they've got they've got fantastic players, and they've got a decent record against us. Um, so we just have to we have to one treat it like a big game, but two treat it with kind of the belief that we can get things out of these big games. And I think both those things are important to do. Hmm. So would you guys be upset if we drew the game on Saturday? It's, I was going to say it's quite hard to answer that because like Raj was saying it all depends on the nature of the draw yeah, yeah. Um, if it's a good performance and I mean I wouldn't I would I, it's not it's not a game where I'd say I'll take a draw before the game but I don't think a draw is a bad result because at the end of the day right in the league we're not really we're not yeah top four's gone right and it's <laughs> maybe top six that kind of you know that kind of position we're looking at and um Worst case is we don't get it. And I don't think any of us will be overly unhappy if we don't finish in the top six, top six or the Europa League places. Obviously, it does have consequences. Um, and we're all kind of looking at the Europa League as the competition that we really, really need to go for. So I think, you know, mm. in terms of... I mean, if you look at it like this, the three games, the Spurs, West Ham and Liverpool games, if we come out with 
that'll be five points. Not it's not um, it's not bad. Yeah. We, I don't know. Would you guys have taken five points from the start of those uh, at the start of those three games? Yeah, I mean, I think even when we said at the time when we when we you know when we tried to predict the results, I think so. Um, but again, it's all about the games and how the games themselves play out. And I agree exactly to your point, Mike, where I think that on on paper you draw against Liverpool, fine. And I think in the context of our season where we are now, okay. Like, mm. but when you see the thing is with us, like you see the performances that we. You know, against, for example, when we went Leicester away, Man United away, you know, Chelsea at home, you see how, like, against good sides, if we can turn it on, we can, we can really, you know, do some damage. And I feel like we're in a good place attacking wise. It just needs a good 90 minute performance. I think if we put in a really good 90 minute performance, then I'll be really disappointed if we don't beat yeah. Liverpool. Um, but, but I feel like we just haven't really seen a good 90 minute performance, have yeah. we? So, uh, yeah, but we don't need a 90 minute. I think most teams, they don't have a 90 minute performance. They, yeah. they play good in patches, but for us, it's, we can be very good at the same time. Very bad. We just like, if we're not playing well, we just need to understand the situation of the game. We're not, we're not just don't lose their heads. Don't start panicking. If you know the game's against us, just you know, be mentally strong and hold hold the position. But and if we can do that during bad patches and then play good and score, then that's fine. I don't think we need to be ninety minutes consistently just you know smashing it out. Um, I think true. Yeah, I actually think um usually I say it depends on how we play, but I think Saturday probably more depends on which Liverpool turn up. Mm. I think if for whatever reason last season's Liverpool turn up and I don't know if Jota will play, but Salah, Mane, Firmino, whoever out of those four play and they turn it on, they have the potential to beat us and beat us comfortably. Mm-hmm. If if this season Liverpool turn up and we play as we have been over the last seven or eight games, I think we win relatively comfortably. So I actually think, yeah, it's, it's more going to be down to what Liverpool turn up than what Arsenal turn up, yeah. mm-hmm. which is quite refreshing for a change because usually it's... Yeah, which Arsenal are you going to get? Uh, it'd be good to get back-to-back wins against them at home, though. I know that we've done that since like 2015. Did we beat them last season? Yeah, yeah we beat them at home. Yeah. It was after like I think was it? I can't remember. It was One after the league, it was right at the end, yeah, right at the end of the season, we beat them. Recently. Yeah, they didn't so, care. Yeah. Like they didn't care. Doesn't matter, mate. Wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, back to your point, anyways. Yeah, if you told me before five points from them three games, I think that's yeah, you'd, you'd take that all day long. Considering we're a mid-table yeah. team at the moment, you probably would, right? Three teams yeah. in the league. Um, I yeah. would, yeah. For me, it's the draw is fine. Um, I just don't want any injuries. I think that's probably at this <laughs> stage of the season. That's the thing. That's more of the most important thing. Just don't get anyone injured. Mm. I think, I guess, to the injuries point, right? Like, it's really weird Arteta's comments about the game because he sort of said they asked him, "Do you have any injury concerns?" He goes, "I got no major injury concerns," and then went on to say. Yeah, I'm not sure about Saka. I'm not sure about ESR, which is really weird because if you're not, I mean, those are two starting players, and you're basically saying like, yeah, I'm not sure if two of my starting players are going to start, which is to me sounds like they are big injury concerns, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, so I hope, I, I, I like, I kind of hope the words weren't not necessarily taken out of context, but I think it seemed to indicate that he was suggesting that they haven't been assessed since coming back yeah, from yeah. their respective places. 
um, and I'm hoping that's it. And with ESR, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really sure what the status of ESR's kind of injury was. Hip, I, uh, hip, hip thing. Hip, hip, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's interesting, is it? Because I kind of you have to take it with a bit of a, a, a pinch of salt, sorry. Because I think with Saka, I'd probably expect him to at least be on the bench. Mm. I'm not really basing that on much, but um, he's obviously had a couple of weeks to get over whatever the the problem was. It, he, they haven't said, and I think in that two weeks they would have known if it's a serious enough problem that he's just not going to make the game. But he also said that he's not training with the main group, so mm. I don't know. I feel like he's more likely to play than than ESR. Um, ESR seems to ha- have more injury problems generally doesn't he? he's been yeah um i wouldn't risk it been, personally yeah if they're, if they're not yeah no no i don't think, risk it no not not for yeah exactly like we we know what the priority is now mm-hmm. i guess for us this season um yeah okay cool and i'll be good to just have a chat then about um in terms of uh on the pitch really where you think we might win and where we where you think we could potentially win the game or where the game might be might be lost it, I remember last time when we when we lost to them earlier this season, it felt like Tierney really struggled that game. And I don't know if it was because of him, but it was just we were not able to stop the ball balls coming in, those kind of diagonal balls coming in. And and it felt like uh that was an area like Liverpool did exploit those wide areas. So I really hope that, and I, I believe Arteta would because he seems like to, he's quite good at these things to like run the tape and figure out a plan for that not to happen again. Um, but I hope that the players execute whatever that is. And it, it feels like they've started, since we lost to Liverpool back then, we've started doing the strategy of Xhaka kind of drops into this kind of left centre-back area and that seems to be this mitigant. Um so, you know, I, I, I wonder if that will work and if that will then stem that issue. Um, and, and then I think really in the middle of the park, it, not a lot of play goes through the middle of the park, but if we can dominate that area and just stop Liverpool running it as an engine room and maybe we do that with Partey and, and, and Jacka, it will be really interesting though because it's tough though when you have two central midfielders playing against the three um, mm-hmm. and, and how you end up, you know, how you manipulate that space. Yeah, and you talk about that first game at Anfield and it's funny because Liverpool were really good that day. Mm. I remember their pressing was was mm. insane. We could barely get out at periods because, you know, that was the Liverpool of old where they were confident, they were pressing, they were closing down the space. You know, they were, every time Jacker got the ball, I can't remember who it was, but they were always giving, you know, Jacker no time. And you know what Jacker's like when he has no time on the ball and is pressed. He struggles a bit. Um and when we did get out, they shut us down and the defenders shut us down as well. I'm not sure if Van Dijk was around at that point. Maybe it was pre his injury. I'm not sure. I think it was um, pre. I think he played. Because yeah. I, I, I remember how we were trying to press. And then to beat the press, he just pinged the 70-yard yeah, yeah. cross. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Van Dijk was unreal that day. It was ridiculous. They were really good. And I just remember thinking, like, we've never probably faced a press like that Liverpool press in training. And the players probably just didn't know how to react. So I would hope we're a bit better prepared for that kind of stuff now that we're probably used to teams pressing us and hopefully trying to beat that press. Mm. And I think that's what it will come down to. And again, like if it's a Liverpool of old where they do press us like that, we'll have to be on our game. And even then I think we'll struggle. But you know, the Liverpool's pressing, they seem to not press so much. They've slightly changed the system they play. Um, so it'll be interesting. But like I said, now that I think Fabinho's back as well, Liverpool are just a much better team than they were four or five weeks ago. Do you, yeah. do you think um, 
You know, uh, I can't think it was Roger was saying about the two in midfield for us versus their three. Do you think that it's a game that William might start? Because obviously he tends to come in a bit more centrally. He might offer that extra support for central midfield. I know that's not his position, his area, but just to have that kind of extra body in case we need it when we don't have the ball. If we do that, it would feel like Arteta really is trying to stop us from losing rather than winning, I feel like, because ultimately I think if we're going to win, then we need to exploit the attacking potential that we we can play when we have those we have three technicians playing behind a striker. Um like we're gonna need Odegaard and we're going to need, um, you know, wide players who can do something. I think, and maybe that's a bit harsh on William, but it feels like if we are going to play William because we want William to tuck in and we want it to be more robust, I just wonder what our capacity is to actually win the game. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. And it's interesting because Liverpool do, and I haven't watched Liverpool in the very recent games. I didn't see them against Wolves, but they do like to play that high line. Um. And, you know, on paper, at least, you'd think if they, if Odegaard can find that space, mm. you know, you could see Aubameyang, Saka trying to get in behind. If it's not Saka, perhaps Pepe. Mm. So, yeah, this is where I think, but I'm not sure if Liverpool will play as high a line as they usually do. And to be honest, I'm not sure if they still play that system where they do press up as high and maybe they've started to drop a bit deeper now. But if they do play that high line, there's certainly a way that we can get in behind and exploit them. Yeah, I thought Lacazette would Lacazette start I, I, I was when you, when, only when you mentioned that then you think yeah Aubameyang for a high line will be the best player but I thought especially with the injuries to um, Saka and ESR I thought Aubameyang would probably start on the wing with Lacazette up front mm-hmm. might be the alternative option I think if, Saka, I think if Saka's it maybe depends on if Saka's um, Saka's fit or not really mm. I mean you're going to Smith throw as well and Smith throw yeah yeah I think I think um, both both uh, defenses this season have defenses slash keepers for both teams this season have been suspect. So I can, it's you know, hopefully it's not us. Hopefully it's not us. Who's but, been yeah. suspect? Our keeper? Did you say? No, no, not not just our keeper. Like I mean, Allison's ah. made a lot of mistakes lately. I think both there's been a lot of mistakes from both defenses this season. So that could be a place where the game is you know won or lost. So I think it'd be. Good to just keep testing there, especially with Van Dijk out. Their defensive issues is we just need to from day, from you know the first minute just test their defense, test their keeper, um, and hopefully, yeah, Leno can have a good good game because I can imagine them. To t- yeah, I can imagine them going for it as well. So, mm. okay, yeah. So on that note, I guess, um, what do we think then, boys, in terms of outcome of the game scoreline? Uh, Aaron <laughs> um, I'll be optimistic I'll go for a 2-1 win oh but he's optimistic I don't know what my prediction record is like this season I've got a record somewhere and I'm going to yeah. pull it out at the end of the season I think um, I'm not doing so well so maybe I need to be more optimistic can you predict a loss then I think I predict a loss I don't know what I said against West Ham I think I said we went, we went draw. I think, no. yeah. I'm going to be more optimistic today and go Arsenal win. Okay, two one. Yeah, uh, Nero. Two mm, two. Raj. Uh, I think we're going to lose. Oh my gosh! Ooh. I'm going to go for a loss, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say one nil. We're going to lose. 
Hmm. Interesting. Do you think that's going to be a defensive blunder again, or do you think there's going to be a better team, or are you like picturing um, I, anything? I can I can picture them scoring early. Okay. After you know, in the first ten minutes, and um, and then I can just picture us struck for some reason. I am visualizing in my mind us really struggling to get any flow and um, and being kind of a bit lackluster in that kind of final third uh, uh maybe that'll be a result of us going a goal down early so yeah that's um mm. yeah that's okay. my prediction okay i'm gonna agree with nero actually i think it'll be 2-2 as well these games tend to be quite high scoring um i feel like there's not very much pressure on both teams to kind of uh but they can they can let loose a little bit so i think i think there'll be goals but, um <laughs> i think it'll be another disappointment goal goals and blunders yeah Probably, probably, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so I'll go 2-2. Good stuff. Good chat, boys. All right, nice one. Well, um, we will see what happens on Saturday and we will be bringing you a match review post-Saturday. My dog's barking, needs to go to the toilet, so we better call it there. (laughs) Nice one, boys. Um, Everyone, hope you have a great Easter. We'll catch up on, uh, or post it after the game. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. See you. See you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.